Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Haley. Welcome to Mountain Mysteries, Tales from Appalachia. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you've had a good week. Um, so tonight, Haley uh, came to my house to record, mm-hmm. and for I don't know, second or third week in a row, she's brought her canned wine. Love the canned wine. It was very, very kind of her to bring that back. Barefoot Wine, sponsor us, please. Please we do. Uh, barefoot <laughs> Spritzer. It's called Summer Red. And it has little strawberries on there. Yes, it says aromas of raspberry and apricot. Oh, well then they're raspberries and not strawberries. Well, tomato, tomato. I don't know how many of them I've had. But they're delightful either way. And they're like low carb. And only 150 calories. They're They're gluten free. I appreciate how you said gluten. Gluten. I think I read that somewhere on here. I could be gluten free. I don't see that. Let me find gluten free again. Yeah, on the back. It gluten doesn't. free refrigerator Refriger- after opening yeah. yeah that's important we didn't serve chilled they've been on your table for a hot second now they're hot now they're hot <laughs> exactly well that's what my table does um uh, hmm. do you want me to tell you about my new thing i'm doing um does this have something to do with tarps and zip ties it does not have anything to do with tarps <sighs> okay. and zip ties. then yes you can tell me so i started taking a pole dancing class Woo! Talk about hot, hot table. I um, don't look hot doing it. I'll tell you that right now. I look like a dying walrus, but it's oh, a ton oh, of fun. That is a skill. I my body has never hurt more than it has, and it's like my arms hurt so bad. Yeah, I'm sure. I have bruises on, I told Holly today, I was like, I have bruises on the insides of my knees mm. and the tops of my feet. Oh. Some mad respect for our pole dancers it because that's literally the hardest thing I've ever done. And I danced like 40 hours a week from the time I was like eight until I was in college. And I swear nothing I did prepared me. To take this class. My most advanced training of dance was when I was three and my dad would say, do you want to dance to California Raisins, Heard It Through the Grapevine? And I would get on top of a table in my regular shoes, not tap shoes. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I heard it through the grapevine. I love that. It was great. We have video um, on the, you know, those big old camcorders that yeah, you put yeah. on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, um so stripper class for holly no although they don't teach us how to take our clothes off oh i meant pole dancing not stripper class i apologize class but i mean like kudos to those who do because the confidence level oh for sure i do not have it i can't get myself up on no pole but the ones who can like do take their clothes off and dance at the same time and look good doing it i'm like I can barely get my ass up out of bed. I don't look good do doing anything in class. I'm just dead tired afterwards, so I assumed I worked some muscles in I my body. I am sure of it. 
But you know, um, in 2004, I did buy a DVD of Carmen Electra doing pole dancing. Mm. Um, and I attempted it. Did you really? I did. It was hard. Yeah. It was, and, and I mean, that's why it was a workout video yeah. because it was hard. I did it twice, realized it was hard, and um, then I, I think I donated it to Goodwill. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I... I started doing it because over the past probably five years or so, I've had a really toxic relationship with dance. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up doing it and, you know, did very like classical versions of dance where you're constantly told to look a certain way that if you're not flexible in these areas, you're never going to be good you go to competitions and you don't score well because you don't look like the typical, you know, thin dancer and your style's different and, you know, you don't have extensions up to your ear or, you know, whatever. And I just really hated dance for Mm -hmm. a while and really was hating my body and quarantine has not been kind to me in that department. So I wanted to try something and I actually went for my friend's bachelorette party and took class where I'm taking now and had the best time and I was like I should do this so I signed up for class by myself was going by myself I didn't have a friend or anything in my first class I walked in I stood in the front I wore my heels I wore a crop top and just had my whole stomach out and said screw it like I don't even care and it was the most like Freeing. freeing feeling and just best I've felt about myself in a class in a long time. So I would encourage you, my friends, go do something crazy. Like go sign up for something crazy. Do it safely. We have to wear a mask the whole time, which is like yeah. hard. Expanding my lung capacity <laughs> for currently sure. because for sure. I can't breathe. But yeah, masks on the whole time. But yeah, and it's just like I get to do this with a badass group of, you know, ladies and others that are just super fun. I gotta say, I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Because, you know, the fears that we have hold us back. Mm-hmm. And you are immersing yourself not only in your, the thing that you're scared of, mm-hmm. um, but not even just like, oh, I'm immersing myself, I'm gonna be in the back. Hell no. You're in the crop top. You're in the front. You got your stilettos on and you're rocking it. It's really fun. That is a beautiful PSA. Yeah, this is your PSA early. We're going to do your PSA early this yeah. episode. Like, go do the damn thing and just, like, be... Forget... A badass. What society says you have to be. Go do it. Go do it and live your life and be free. I'm That's s- beautiful. Cheers with our canned wine, man. Yeah. Whoa. Cheers. Cheers. I love the sound of the cans. I know it wasn't even a satisfying clink. (laughs) Should we try that again? Oh, you know, whatever, whatever. All right. Okay, tell me about this crazy tale you've got now that we just spent, you know, five minutes on a PSA. No, I really think that was moving and we needed to. We needed to. Um, We needed to. And also, (laughs) I just got to say, even when you have a beer clink, it's a lot more. These are kind of skinny. (laughs) (laughs) this is a a dainty can clink Mm -hmm. sorry total segue but i you know wanted to mention that so 
In normal episodes, this is episode 31, by the way, normal episodes, I always started off by kind of telling you a date and year and Mm -hmm. giving you all that, all the stats. Well, I don't have that this time. The reason is we're going to talk about something that starts in the early 1900s. So... Right. Usually I'm back in the day. I know. I'm excited. I you for some reason I get stuck in the seventies and the nineties. I know, that's where I've been the past I know. couple episodes. I guess there's a lot of events that happen then. Yeah. So this actually is taking place in North Carolina in an area called Brown Mountain. Now, for those of you who aren't as familiar with this, this is off of Highway 181. This is near Morganton, North Carolina. So this is like east of Asheville, Mm -hmm. um, like west of Charlotte, that kind of thing. So there is a scenic mountain area, um, kind of a scenic overlook um, called Brown Mountain, really beautiful. Have you been to this area before? I've been through Morganton um, several times. I used to, to sub for a dance teacher out there. So I've driven through there and passed the, um, I think it's still in operation, the the psychiatric hospital out there. Yes, it is. Um, Broughton. Broughton. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, my dad had a running joke that his side of the family had a whole wing in Broughton, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably true. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, this area actually... Um, today, I, I went on a work trip through the Linville area, oh, yeah, yeah. which is very close. Right. Um, so you can actually see Brown Mountain from oh, Linville. Okay. Yeah. This is a really, really lovely area. It mm-hmm. almost feels like when you're driving through it that you're being hugged by the mountains because you're kind yeah. of surrounded by mm-hmm. them and you're driving into them. It's really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually really, and I've grown up in the mountains, but I was so taken aback by how beautiful it is. Yeah, and especially up that way, too. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's so different from here. It's got a different feel. Total different mm-hmm. feel. Yes. Um, so this area, pretty sparse as far as people. I mean, you don't see tons and tons of people right. and things and, you know, that kind of stuff. So in 1912, there was a group of men who were part of this fishing club, and they reported seeing these really mysterious lights that just appeared. They would appear and start, like several of them would appear and illuminate and then very quickly disappear. Interesting. And so they actually reported this to the Charlotte Observer in 1912, who wrote an article about it. Okay. And other people prior to this had seen these and had reported them and said, yeah, you know, we saw these too. They were just really strange. So baffled by this, um, an investigation took place. Um, And actually, a congressman, his name was E.Y. Webb, he called in the geological investigators. The geological investigators. What a cool job title. Wouldn't that be neat? I'm a geological investigator. It rocks. (laughs) <laughs> I hope they have t-shirts that say that. I hope so. Geological investigators rock. That'd be neat. Anyway, so they looked into this and they concluded um, through a study that the sightings were merely train headlights off in the distance. I mean, there are a lot of trains up through there. So, yeah. For sure. And they had cut through with the railroad system that was relatively new. So, I mean, I think that's valid. However, the men from the fishing club reported that they saw multiple lights. So it wasn't just 
like the two headlights of a train coming through. Right. It, it was in different areas and they seemed to illuminate almost on cue, like bing, 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 you know, and then quickly disappear. So, you know, with the train, it's usually two and it's moving. Yeah. Right. right. So these were stationary and then vanished, just disappeared. Hmm. I mean, it could have been a possibility that the train just kind of went behind the mountain and then that was it. And that's what you saw. And maybe you saw a shadow. I don't know. But these men were pretty um, sure that this was something not a locomotive. Okay. You know, they were like, no, there's something. So X-nay on the locomotive. X-nay on the train Zay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So they were like, no, 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 no. But this is what the conclusion of the study was. Okay. However, the lights continued. And during the flood of 1916, when trains were not running, right. people reported seeing these lights. Well, that's odd. Right? So we know it's not the train. Right. We know it's not an automobile or anything like that because... It's up on the mountain. It's up on the mountain. Yeah. Could yeah. it have been like random guys with flashlights? Who just... <laughs> I mean... I don't know to sit there. It's like, a lot. Click them on. Click them on. You're saying click like this is 1912. Like, oh, oh no shit, problem. Sorry, you know I mean? this is like, 1912. Yeah. Like, They're lanterns. Right. Like, where are my batteries, dadgabbit? <laughs> Mm. Haley, you got them uh, D batteries from a flashlight? You know what I actually have a ton of batteries at home. I am not surprised by this. My mom, as a gift when I moved into my apartment, got me this big battery rack that you like screw into the wall and got me like all kinds of batteries, which was like a super nice gift because batteries are hella expensive. Yes, they are. I will tell you something I have figured out is Amazon has their own brand, which, by the way, we are recording on Amazon basic microphone holders, which are great. Um, But Amazon has their own batteries and you can buy them in a large pack for pretty cheap and they're good batteries. Amazon, hook us up with the batteries. So Amazon, we've said it before, but if you want to sponsor us, we're available. We're here. We're here. Come on, (laughs) let us know. I mean, we have a lot. The Seltzer, Amazon. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Back to the story. So, 1916, no trains were running. It couldn't have been a train. Right. So, a North Carolina senator requested another and more extensive investigation because so many people were saying, uh, something's weird. And we don't think it's just guys with flashlights. I like that the senators are involved. Like, it's gone up to this level and they're, like, <laughs> invested. I, I like that, too, because I think normally people would be like, ugh, you silly mountain people. Like, oh, you no. know, I like, just like oh, that they're invested in it. They're super invested. So, uh, a question I have is have some of these folks witnessed it themselves? Mm, that they're so. like, we need an answer. Or someone that they loved said, yeah. no, you know. I if, saw it. If your mom came home and said, I saw the lights, maybe it would spur you on to say, maybe we should investigate that. Mm-hmm. Someone you trust. So, another detailed investigation takes place. This time, the individual investigating, he really took time and he was measuring um, each position of where the sightings were and, um, you know, how long it took to disappear and all these things and the areas that they appeared in was at the same area every time. And here's what he concluded through his investigation. He said that the lights were clearly 
not of an unusual nature or origin. He says that he thinks that 47% of them were car headlights, 33% of them were train headlights, 10% were just stationary lights, like porch lights, whatever, and 10% were brush fires. That's a lot of brush fires. That's a whole lot of brush fires. And there would be smoke with brush fires. I'm confused. Did anybody, like... So he's sitting down there and he's looking at these lights. Did he, like, go up the next day and was like, yep, that's a porch light. Yep, that, that matches up with my calculations. Or Exactly. Yeah, there's a road here, so that would make sense that there were headlights here. And how many men did he have working on this? You know, were they able to say, oh, yes, well, I you know, was in that position, so I know, oh, no, that's a porch light right there, like you said, mm-hmm. or, you know, and we're talking about late at night in the mountains. How many cars are coming up and down? Oh, my street's dead after, like, 10 p.m. Right, and we're talking today, right. but in 19, I think this was 1922? Yeah. In the mountains? No, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That just seems very strange it to me. It does. And the brush fires seem ridiculous. I mean, we're in wildfire season right now. So there's been a lot of wildfires, but not enough to where it would be like... And not in the same area. And producing that kind of light that's like a yeah. like little balls, you know? I'm, no. eh, I don't know. I mean, I could say there's some validity to the car headlights to an extent. But number one, were there that many cars... We're talking like Model Ts mm-hmm. on the road in the early 20s in rural North Carolina in the Backwoods Mountains. I'm going to go ahead and say no. No, I agree. I agree. There probably weren't even a lot of roads that were established that weren't like dirt roads or, you know what I'm I mean, saying? there's so, still dirt roads up there. Oh my gosh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I don't know. A lot of this stuff just doesn't make sense to me. And the constant train headlights... So many trains. Why were there so many trains running? I don't know. This late at night? I don't I know. I mean, maybe carrying, like, cargo kind of stuff, not yeah. people. Right. I but mean, still. there's still a lot of trains that run through here, but not... I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. And you would be able to hear it. I mean, you would hear a train. Yeah. Even from the base of the mountain, you could hear a train. Exactly. That's weird. You could see smoke coming up from right. this. You know, so many things about this don't make sense. Okay. So every year in the Morganton area, there is a Brown Mountain Lights Symposium. <gasps> I feel like we need to go to this. Yes. We do. We have to go. Can we please? Obviously. Let's add it to the list. <gasps> when is it? Um, I don't know. I have to check. I'll Google um, it. Yes. So this is where professionals uh, present research and information on the Brown Mountain Lights. Either they've experienced themselves, they've studied it. Um, There's even a professor from Appalachian State University who is a physics professor who has studied this for quite a while. Um, There's a Asheville native and writer. His name is Joshua P. Warren. Now, if that name sounds familiar, he actually wrote a book called Haunted Asheville. Oh, yeah. It's a really cool book. Um, It's about different um, locations in Asheville that are haunted. If you're interested, you you should definitely look into it. But anyway, he is really fascinated with these lights. And these two men, the professor and Joshua P. Warren, 
they have very different views on what they think the lights are. Okay. Um, and I'll get into that in just a second. Um, but they both say, you know, this is not a media shower. You know, some people think that this is a light illumination um, that kind of looks like a candle. Some people think that this is just merely um, some kind of release of gas. So gas that's held in the Earth's atmosphere and released into these like little balls. Okay. So that's what some people believe. There's also people who believe that it's an electric field of plasma. Like, That's a more scientific... Like Ghostbusters plasma? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> like actual... Who are you going to call? Brown Mountain Lights. No, that Geo- doesn't sound Geo- as good. Geologic investigators, whatever they were called. Because they rock. Because they rock. Exactly. And they need to be there. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then some people believe them to be mountain spirits. I like that one. I like that one, too. Now, here's a theory that I think is kind of cool. A lot of people believe that these are mountain spirits, spirits of individuals who died within the mountains. And even some people believe that these are spirits of Civil War soldiers who have died. Um, in the Yeah, it's kind of neat. I like I it. I kind of like that. I feel like the mountains hold secrets. Oh, yeah. So many secrets. So I mean, many. obviously, this is true. We wouldn't be doing this podcast. Right. Um, but it would be kind of neat if they just started illuminating, like, I'm still here. I love that. I'm about that. Know. That's my vote. I kind of like that whole paranormal mm-hmm. side of it. Um, so no one really knows what causes them. Um, it's just sort of a natural phenomenon, uh, like a ball of lightning. Uh, some people think, like I said, they're uh, globes of glowing gas that move within seconds. Um, they appear within seconds, and then they just sort of dissipate. Everybody agrees that they're somewhat rare and mysterious, because even individuals who have seen them uh, in their lifetime admit to only seeing them once or twice, oh, and man. having been in this area quite a bit. So it is a rare phenomenon, but it has happened. So people say that Brown Mountain actually offers a lot of electricity. It conducts electrical power. Uh, Yeah, okay. So this could be why you're seeing these lights. However, if we're getting into the more um, spiritual side of it, you know, more of the paranormal, Mm -hmm. if something is giving off electricity, giving off energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be because there are other forms of energy Yeah. within that right. atmosphere. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I this think... It sounds not scientific at all. No, but you know like saying. I really... I strongly believe that places hold energy. I do. That certain I agree. places hold energy, especially if something bad has happened there. Mm-hmm. Negative energy. Like they're ne- I, they've truly. I have walked into too many places and like been too many places where you, you know, when you walk in somewhere and you just get the like, oh, yes, like for no reason. You've never been there before, and you're just like, oh, something just doesn't feels wrong. Feel it feels right yeah. here. Yes, gives you that dark feeling. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel yeah. right. That's what I would think. Mm-hmm. And that's like the only time I've ever experienced that. I agree. And I think that 
if a lot of people had died or there was a lot of suspicious kind of things going on, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. That the energy that it holds. Mm -hmm. No one really has reported negative feelings from seeing it or feelings of like darkness or emptiness like they were bad spirits it almost seems like a just like hi maybe this is just you know it's an energy point and that's where they converge they congregate maybe it's the conference it's their conference (gasps) it's their own symposium their own (laughs) symposium on the mountain hey how'd you die uh, I went out in the Civil War. You know, like, oh, uh-huh. my mama shot me. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> I was hit by that new Model T. Like, whatever. Right. I was hit by the train. This is their conference time, This is though. their conference. Like they talk it. about how they died. They want to freak out the living. They get their shit together for the next year of, like, you're going to haunt here. I'm going to haunt there. Yeah trade around be wait like, a minute wait a minute i didn't get the memo where did you say i was supposed to go uh-huh. see that would be the kind of ghost i would be <laughs> i'd be like listen i gotta know where i'm at this year <laughs> like, exactly oh i hope i get a good spot mm-hmm. yeah. oh fingers crossed yeah last year they had me kind of down behind the mountain those bastards yeah but this year i got a good spot right on the top right on the top <laughs> freak them out uh, that's what i hope for anyway that's where I'm at. I mean, I really like, I like that. that I can see them all, yeah. you know, yeah. together. That's a, that's a great thought. So this actually, um, if we're talking about some of the research and the conclusions made by individuals who was who were investigating this, mm-hmm. you know, they had said, oh, it's, it's street lights, it's car lights, it's this, it's that. Native Americans, centuries before had reported seeing these lights. Oh, I trust the Native Americans. Exactly. They and in some of their primary source documentation, they had reported seeing these lights. So this was well before cars and trains right. and, you know, electric lights and any There of were that. not that many brush fires up there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, so this had been reported long before. So this was going on. And some think the lights, uh, like I said, are spirits of Civil War soldiers, spirits of the dead coming back to let them know, hey, just wanted to let you know I'm here, um, and the secrets of the mountains. Now, did you know, Haley, that there is a song uh, (laughs) created in 1961 called The Legend of Brown Mountain Lights? It's by a man named Scotty Wiseman. And there's actually an area called Wiseman Mountain Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and his family so oh, comes from that. So this was like stories passed down in the so family. So like a ballad type thing. Right. I which I need, I'd love to really listen yeah. and kind of dig in on that. Um, in 2004, App State, because this was so interesting, this symposium has gotten so big that people from all over really come. That's crazy. Yeah. And people come to try and see the lights. Um, So in 2004, App State installed low-light cameras um, and recorded for 6,300 hours. Um, But get this, no lights were recorded. I bet they knew. The spirits knew. That's what it was. You know it was. I really think, because that's why I don't think there's any good, like, footage of ghosts. Ghosts are smart. Of course. Like, they're going to be like, (laughs) Exactly. Not going to be on camera. No, you're not going to take a picture. I bet there's some type of code, like some type of rule, Mm -hmm. that if you're allowed to like haunt in the afterlife, you got to (laughs) follow these rules. 
And if you don't... You don't get to haunt anymore. You don't get to haunt anymore. <laughs> like that one time, like, Stan messes up. He gets called back to the office and he's like, listen, you've been fired. Like, immediately terminated. Well, I would love to hear that. Stan. Um, we have photographic evidence of you. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> then what does Stan to... do? I don't you know. know. Does I he mean... cry? Does he go back to his ghost family and say, you know, are you ashamed of me? Yeah. I got laid off. How do I support you guys now I guess now he has to work, you know, behind the scenes and he's doing the scheduling or like the bookkeeping. <laughs> Answering the phones. Answering the phones. Like, yeah. this is the afterlife. Can I help you? <laughs> Helping direct people where they need to go. Has some type of admin job. Oh, man. That is a pure demotion. You know, once you were on top of the mountain, you were were a bright, shining orb. If you wanted to be an admin, like, more power to you. Like, that's where you should be. But, but he it sounds wanted to like haunt. he wanted to haunt. <laughs> and he got demoted. And he was demoted because he allowed his photo taken. That's, I really, that's the narrative I'm sticking with. And until I'm proven wrong in the afterlife, that's where I'm at. Hello, this is the afterlife. <laughs> How may I transfer your call? I love that. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be good on the phones. You'd want to haunt, though. I... <laughs> See, I've said I want to be some type of, like, poltergeist and, like, rip people out of their beds. I appreciate your validation of, you would be good on the phones. And then you saw the look on my face and you were like, I mean, but you should haunt. I can see you want it. You want it so bad. So I think I you should haunt. do it. There are several people, assuming that they are still alive. Right, right, right. Once I have passed, that I would want to haunt so bad. I would want to freak them out. I have told my family that I have very specific like wishes. I think because I've worked, I've worked in hospice, right? So I've seen a lot of death and dying, and so like I know what I want. If I have a choice in what my final days look like, I know what I want and what I don't want. And I've told my family i'm like if you ever put me on life support and leave me there for like years oh that's horrible. and let me and then i die i'm gonna haunt the crap out of you mm. but not like a cute haunt of like like how bill is with me and just kind of exists with me and like hangs hey. out no 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 this is gonna be full-on paranormal activity poltergeist oh my God. like i will rip you out of bed in the middle of the night like throw things i will be so angry we're also talking about a woman who has tarps and zip ties in her house while she's living so god knows what she's gonna be while dead (laughs) honestly though i i think ultimately i just want to have peace in the afterlife Mm -hmm. like you know whatever your belief is it Mm -hmm. is your own certainly but for me i just want to have peace yeah i just i want it to be nice and peaceful i don't want to haunt people i for sure want to i know maybe i should answer the phones (laughs) hello welcome to the afterlife this is holly how may i transfer your call oh you would like to talk to Haley? yes she is in customer service (laughs) she's currently in the field but we'll get get a page to her don't worry a (laughs) a pager Several episodes ago, you're like, I don't even know what the See, I got are. it down now. But in the afterlife, you you use a I pager. Use a pager. Yeah. I like that. Can I just text you? 
send you a text. Maybe. And your phone goes bring, and you look down and you're like, oh god, somebody wants something. <laughs> what do you need? It's my family again. Or <laughs> or you're dealing with a crisis situation. Oh god. Even in the afterlife. Even in the afterlife. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a super fun tangent that I have greatly enjoyed. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Now back to the story. You can actually see these lights from the Blue Ridge Parkway uh, around Mar Mile Mile Marker. I can't talk. Marker. Mile Marker around Mile Marker three ten. Um, and like I mentioned, you can see this along Highway one eighty one. Um, there is a scenic overlook. Um, that you can look at that near Jonas Ridge, North, mm -hmm. North Carolina. Um, and then you can also go to Tabletop Rock mm -hmm. um, and see it from there and in and around the Linville Gorge, which was actually where I was today. Um, so now, in popular culture... Love this. Yes. There was a 1999 episode of The X-Files uh, called Field Trip, which <gasps> is ironic because Fun. we should take one. Yes, we should. Yeah, totally. This episode was all about hikers who were found dead um, in the vicinity of Brown Mountain. Very interesting. And the episode concluded that it was UFOs. I mean, yeah. And I mean, this just goes back to our episode about UFOs. UFOs seems too... It seems too on the nose for me for this. UFOs, to me... Just, I would think that UFOs would appear in, in, wouldn't just keep appearing in the same area. Right. I think they like diversity. Yeah. They like change of scenery. Right. You right. know. I like the spirits more for this one. Me too. Than I, I like do that UFOs. One. I mean, not ruling it out. Because I don't want the aliens to get mad at me before they abduct me. <laughs> but... <laughs> What I a like career the you're gonna have. Idea spirits. Better. You are haunting in the afterlife. Yes. You're gonna be abducted by aliens. Yes. I don't know what you do with those tarps. I don't wanna know. <laughs> what a life you live that I don't even know about. Yeah. It's a good time. Hello, may I transfer your call? <laughs> um, okay. So, also, um, it was featured in an episode called Mystery Hunters, and it was the basis for the 2014 film called Alien Abduction. Again, this mm. is more about this alien. So, it really gets into this, yes, paranormal, but more on the UFO side. See, I agree with you. I don't support that at all. Mm -mm. Now, the professor from Appalachian, he feels like this is more of like... Um, like balls of light. Yeah, but from where? I don't know. Do I look like a physics professor? No. Certainly not. I'm definitely not. I look like a ghost answering a phone. That's <laughs> what I look like. It is winter. We're both awfully pale. <laughs> I'm always pale. I'm just, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Same, same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, that's wow. kind of where it ends. But for you guys, you know, what do you think about this? Like, have have you ever seen it before? Have you been in this area? Um, do you have family members who've witnessed it? What was your reaction? Now, some of the interviews I saw, I saw an individual, a man who was a police officer who was actually working um, 
a case or a crime and he had come to this area just didn't think a thing about it and he saw that and that was actually really startling to him now we're talking about big burly guy who's not really a believer right um this converted him i would imagine so yeah for sure um i wonder if you if you're looking for them if that has something to do with it. I think so. Them. I think that the people who go looking won't find. It's the ones who innocently go. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't that make sense for ghost activity? It does. If you're seeking ghost activity, just like the pictures, yeah, they're going to go away. But yeah. they want to get the people who are just like, la, 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 la. Yeah. I've come to go fishing. Or I'm here to take, you know, just some pictures. Now, I will tell you, in 2001, there was a man who took a photo of it. Um, he took a video and a still photo. It's really very interesting because you can see how it was moving. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Kind of looks like a shooting star in a way, but... But not. But not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Gosh. I I am just, you know... The more I think about it, I'm kind of excited about my new role. Answering those phones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels important. It does. It's a, Every every role is important. I feel somewhat belittled. You shouldn't. <laughs> Just like, every role is important. I, I think it's okay. I mean, if not everyone, you're right, is meant to be a haunter. True. I feel like you're going to rock the haunting. Hope so. I really think you're going to be great at that. I think that I'm a good support system. I think that when (gasps) you have... You can be the ghost therapist. Son of a bitch, you're right. (laughs) When we come back after a long day of haunting and something has gone horrifically wrong, I don't know what that would be in the world of haunting. For us, I mean, for the people that we're haunting, probably a lot. But (laughs) for us, I don't know. Maybe it's they didn't give you the reaction that you were looking Mm, for. Maybe. You know, they didn't validate you as a ghost. They weren't scared or they challenged you or it was something just not what you expected. Or maybe I really wanted them to be my friend and they did not want to be my friend. Exactly. They ignored you. Yeah. They told you to go away. They brought a Bible. They threw holy water at you. You know, all these things that you just didn't expect. Yeah. You can come and sit on my, you know, ghostly couch. Mm. And we could have this conversation. We could unpack those bags slowly. I like it. I like it. But you know, to bill for insurance, I would have to give you some kind of diagnosis. I was about to say, like, how does insurance work in the afterlife? You know, I don't know, but I guarantee you there's some kind of agency. You know it's not going to be on the U.S. health system in the afterlife. It's going to be universal health care. Oh, for sure. So do we have to bill then? I mean, are you going to pay out of pocket? Do you even have a pocket? (laughs) And then what? How are you going to pay me? Is it my gonna be- income from haunting? <laughs> I assume I get paid. But then, I guess so. What if I have I like mean, a quota I have to meet? Are we going to have like group insurance? Like, how's that going to work? So, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But That's- if it's like a universal health plan, then we don't have to have insurance. That is true. I'm down for that. Yeah. Then you just get paid from like the government. That would be tricky, though, if you needed surgery. You'd have to wait in line. But you wouldn't need surgery. Why? You're already dead. Yeah. Yeah. But even ghosts have feelings. They do. Yeah. And it seems like... You don't want to anger them. Oh, God, no. That's why I just leave Bill to be his ghostly self. Just a ghost, happy Bill. Well, now, maybe in 
talking about this, mm-hmm. you can relate to Bill and have more empathy for yeah. him in his situation. Well, his activity has decreased recently Yeah, in my house. So I think after like the last time I was like, yo, Bill, you got to chill, buddy. Chill, Bill. Chill, Bill. And stop moving stuff in my apartment and like moving around so much. I think yeah. he took a hint and now we're on different planes again. Good. So I really appreciated that because I, I did like threaten to sage him. <laughs> I did it because he chilled out, but I did threaten. See, I feel like, you know, pot, meat, kettle. You are also the same person who says as a ghost, if someone did this to you, that you would yeah. have to come see me and yeah. process emotions. So Maybe he's seeing his therapist right now and he'll be back. He very well could be. Could be. The other, the alternate Holly who's taking over right now. Also good PSA. Go to therapy, man. Oh, obviously, obviously, I promote this. Go do, like, something that scares you, but then go to therapy. Afterward. Afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Or at the same time. Man, I tell you what. This has been an episode full of good PSAs. This has been a really great episode. I've enjoyed this. I have, too. So, you know, get out there. See the Brown Mountain Lights. Do it. Um, you know. Maybe meet up with Haley and I in the afterlife. I can either take your call or help you unpack your emotional bags. Mm-hmm. Haley will just haunt the hell out of you. And she wants a reaction, so be ready. Be ready. Yeah. Get, yeah. get excited. Well, I tell you what. I am excited about episode number 32. Oh, man. What is this going to be about? This one is it's two missing persons cases. Mm. That are not related, but I think they should be. Interesting. So we'll dive into that. I also researched it very late, so I hope it all makes sense uh, when we talk about it next week. Because I haven't looked at my notes in hot minute. Oh, wow. <laughs> this will be fun for both of us. <laughs> well, maybe next week we'll come back as ghosts. That'd be fun. Oh, gosh, Maybe. we'll let y'all know (laughs) yeah well listen if uh you want to hear more from us and i know you do uh feel free to shoot us an email um or catch us on social media how do they do that yeah so you guys can send us an email at mountainmysteries.appalachian at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at mountain mysteries tales from appalachia and you can find us on instagram at mountain mysteries.appalachia Holly, yes, got a location for us. That's a lot of Appalachia. It's so much Appalachia. So I'm much so shocked. I've finally memorized it now. I don't have to like read it every time we record. So that's I feel like is a success. It's definitely a success because yeah. I don't even know. Like <laughs> I have to really think about it when I'm posting on social media. Like what was that again? Hey, yeah. Holly handles all our social media. I just tell you what to do with it, like how to get there. Press enter. No. Press, <laughs> press return. return. Did we both say return? I think so. Oh, do, 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 do. you know why? We are ghosts who are in sync with yes, each other. Yes, we are. All right. So this week, I want to give a shout out to Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. So here's the dealio, and I don't know if she's listening, but my... Uh, no, maybe she doesn't live in Bend. You want to try that again? So, yeah. <laughs> So I want to give a shout out to Bend, Oregon. I actually have family close to that area. Oh, very cool. Um, so I don't know if that's family or just a random person in Bend, but you know what? 
thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Never been to Oregon. Would love to go. Beautiful, beautiful area. Yeah. yeah. There's, there was another trip for us. Uh, I'm, we just have to, you know, get people to pay us to do this. And we'll... Wouldn't that be nice? Travel around. Yeah, we wouldn't have to worry. Yeah. Be a great time. Not working those jobs. I know. Well... Hello. May I transfer your call? <laughs> we'll transfer y'all right on into next week. Sounds good. Catch us next week. Um, leave a message at the tone. Beep. <laughs> Haley, we'll get back to you. Bye. Bye.